0: Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge, and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Small Business Survival Conversations. I'm here with my colleague, Anna Steinfest. Hello, Anna.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: And I'm Michael Troyer. And today, our topic is five keys to a better presentation. I want you to think we're not just saying presentation in terms of a big audience. When you're talking to a person that you want to become a customer, that's a presentation. So take the word presentation broadly and narrowly. Five keys to a better presentation.
1: Well, Michael, just to let you know that, like yesterday, I had to do a presentation for some of the services we provide. It's just suddenly. And I think that all business owners, we have to be ready. We have to be ready. But the best part is, number one, you have to know who is in your audience, who they are, what do they really already know about you, about your service, about your products, and what are they... Hoping to learn from you.
0: That's really important, that last one. What are they hoping to learn from you? I am guilty of something, and uh, Anna will be kind and not admit that she's seen this in me, but when I do a presentation, I pack the world book inside that presentation. I take the Encyclopedia Britannica and Wikipedia and pack it in there because it's all so important. And I need to know what my audience already knows and what they want to learn from me and limit it to three. Items, perhaps, that I'm going to share with them that I think they don't know at this point and they'd like to learn from me. That's what I've had to learn. I'm still learning to do it.
1: My advice is just put everything, all the information together, and then, Michael, like all your world encyclopedia, and then just cut and cut and cut until you have three things you need to bring, because people's brain, they cannot retain information more than three things. What and are I, the three most important things you would like?
0: And I think our brain wants to show people all that we know. And so on Is right, put it all down, but then pare the heck out of it. Cut, 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 till you're down to the three things that you're really good about knowing, and you know others can learn from you, absolutely absolutely and people are going to retain the three but they're not going to retain the 22.
1: yes know the details you want to share and make sure that these three things can cover that
0: yep now that the second step of this five keys to better presentation i think that's a big step and that's to prepare in in detail like an attorney does for a courtroom situation but use an outline And try to speak from that outline. That's the tough part. I've seen teachers who read to their students in the classroom. They read long notes, beautifully written, and the students are all asleep because there's nothing very exciting about somebody reading to you for an hour. What you need to do is speak from an outline. And this is something Anna and I believe strongly in. Yes. we got to sound like we're spontaneous. You're much more spontaneous from an outline than if you've got it all written out. Or if you can memorize it and make it sound like it's spontaneous, that's okay too. But there again, we limit ourselves to three valuable ideas that you want to share, but from an outline so that you can kind of let go and talk about it as it comes to you.
1: Usually we will use that in our podcast. We we just will have the title and one or two, three things we want to cover and then we will start back and forth. So with our knowledge, so I think it's, it's better. But again, like Michael said, make sure that on in this outline consists of your three things you want, three big ideas you want to mention.
0: In fact, I had a, a, a sometime back, I remember a gentleman talking about this kind of thing. And he said, say your three things right at the front end, then talk about each one individually, and then summarize the three things you just told them. So you're re- reinforcing what you're telling them. Now, here's another crazy one. I'm proposing, even though you don't do it in detail, that we rehearse, rehearse, and rehearse out loud in front of a mirror. So you gotta close the door so the dog doesn't bark. Gotta tell the spouse to leave you alone. You're just talking to yourself. What's important there is you're checking your energy and you're checking the sound of your voice. Are, Are you sounding dynamic? I could talk in a monotone with no expression whatsoever and bore you all to tears. And if you fall asleep in front of the mirror and crack your head against the mirror, It means you're not very exciting because you put yourself to sleep. So practice being dynamic in front of the mirror so that you get a sense of how you sound. And I think one of the challenges here is to learn to raise the tone of your voice part of the time and lower the tone of your voice part of the time.
1: I have to disclose that Michael, he's an actor part-time, so you can hear in his voice how he can... He can play with his voice, not me. (laughs) I'm straightforward. But the best part is every time I will go and make presentation, I go back to my why. Every time I want to make sure that I'm animated, when I go to my why, why did we create this product? Why do I deliver this service? Go to your why, and then I guarantee you that you will have enough vibe in your voice that you will attract and your audience will hear you and you will hear your passion why we're passionate about what we do. so
0: and if you can't hear the energy in on' voice this morning go get yourself a cup of coffee because you're not awake yet. It's coming right across through the speakers. She's always got energy when she's talking to others that's that's what makes the business go. So energy, And use your voice dynamically. What's the next one?
1: Listen to yourself. You know, that's what kind of uh, overlaps with the rehearse key we just mentioned. Annually, I have to have this uh, celebration and I have to deliver a speech, which for some of our listeners, I hate it. At the beginning, I really hated delivering any kind of speeches. I hate public speaking. But my job and what I do made me, I had to do it. So I will go and right now before that event happens, I will record myself on my cell phone and I will listen what I like, what I don't like when I'm delivering this speech. Just do it. Listen to yourself. I know that at the beginning, it's not very exciting. I mean, in fact, when we start doing the podcast and, I'm, and I will be, oh, my accent or my voice. You know what? Just don't don't listen to your accent or your voice. Just 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 listen. Do you deliver your passion? Does the audience can accept what you're telling them? And you will make some adjustments. So
0: what's also important about what Anna said, and she she pointed to me as an actor. I don't know if she's been on stage, but she's doing a trick that actors use. We often in rehearsing a play, we put it all on our phone or our computer. And we we have the other voices saying other lines and then we say our line in response to those voices. But you hear two things. One, you get your your lines correct, but the other thing is you hear your voice coming across and whether it's conveying the intent, the energy, the passion, whatever it needs to be in saying your line. So again, we're doing it audible, and that's the power of what Ana just said. Use your use your phone to check yourself and see if it's coming across the way you want it to come across. The other piece that I want to touch on here, too, that when I write something, uh, and unlike Anna, we said in another piece, I, I I put everything down that I want to get down, and then I work my way back through it to correct and improve upon it. And I start reading it to myself, but I'm trying to listen as if I were someone else listening to my words. And I'm asking myself, would they understand what I'm saying here? This is something Ana's taught me. I have a tendency to grab words sometimes that just aren't very useful in a presentation they're too big they're too they they don't quite hit the ear the way they should so i spent a lot of time listening to myself as if i were not myself but somebody else and saying would that other person understand what i'm saying that's what you need to do whether it's an oral presentation or even a written presentation is to listen hard to say is my idea coming across to somebody who is not me that's a tough one, but you got to do that because you get better. Anna has made me much better at that because she's a she's a very kind but tough critic.
1: No, I it's just simplicity. I like I like simplicity because a lot of times people, when they use big words, they think they're saying a lot. No, if you simplify it and if you can explain your product or service to your grandmother, that is a success. Yes. If your presentation makes sense to your grandmother. That is a success. And that's what Michael um, was saying. Is like, just use simple words. Make sure that everyone can understand because your audience, they don't know the technical side of your product or service. They don't need to know the technical side. You need to know that. You need just to tell them a story. Like toddler, tell them a story. Why? It's beneficial for them. What is the benefits for them to utilize your product to purchase your service things like that that's what they need to know
0: and i think the key there that anna said is keeping it simple i'm thinking you know websites are another form of presentation by the way and i can tell you how many times i go to a website and i've got five paragraphs to read to try to understand what this company does and i never get to the fifth paragraph i've already moved on to something else I'm now a person, you, you you've got to say it succinctly and quickly and simply. If you don't, you got ten seconds to capture my my interest. If you don't get it done in those ten seconds, I tend to move on. Computers, this whole technology stuff has made me much more demanding of how you get your point across. And it can't go into paragraph and paragraph. It has to be simple.
1: And I have to add something. I really hate. And I have to share this with my with our audience. I really hate. When during a presentation, you have half an hour talks about me, 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 the presenter. Don't start with that. Your audience doesn't need to know that. Even if you have just one sentence about you and your company at the beginning, that's fine. You can finish with why you are the best in this. They don't need to hear this. They need to hear how I'm going to solve their problem. That's why they even hearing you and listening to you in the first place. And sometimes even I catch myself on YouTube videos. Every time they start with this, I know that it's fashionable to have intro, things like that. Well, you know what? Seven seconds, I'm gone. I'm gone. So right now, because of the society, the way we live, you tell me how at the very beginning, you're telling me why it is beneficial for me. And then at the end, you will talk about your credentials and why you can do it.
0: And in our podcast, Small Business Survival Conversations, we don't tell you anything about ourselves. It's important simply to get into our podcast. Wouldn't it be boring if the first five minutes of a 10-minute podcast was always about what Anna's done in her life and what I've done in my life? That doesn't that doesn't hold your attention.
1: Absolutely, so doing, Michael. And so the last... Probably, yeah, go ahead. I know that it's a little bit longer than our norm, but our last key... To a better presentation is always end up with the call of action. What is the next step?
0: What more do you want to know about this idea? Here's where you go. Mm -hmm. Do it.
1: Absolutely. So, Michael, can you recap for our listeners?
0: All right. Know your audience and know what they want to learn from you. Then prepare uh, yourself. Uh, I like to use an outline and then it lets me kind of extemporize around whoops there's that big word kind of say the words I want to say around that those that outline so that I don't have it all written out because I don't want to catch myself reading to people limit yourself to three valuable ideas rehearse 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 especially the dynamic character of your voice your energy your passion listen to yourself whether in writing or in person to see how it's coming across so that's part of rehearsal and then always end with a call to action Folks, you need to know more about this. Here's where you go. Or act on this today, whatever it might be. Thank you for being with us. Thank you, Anna.
1: Thank you, everyone.
0: You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.